careless with cash, the empire. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Art Soccer Collective podcast. My name is Curtis Adi. I will be guiding you guys for the next who knows when about soccer. These are my friends TJ and Wendell, contributors to Art Soccer Collective as well. So let's get right into it, guys. Uh, summer transfers. Who do you guys think won this summer? TJ? Oof. Uh, I can tell you didn't win Arsenal, um, but we'll, we'll talk about them <laughs> yeah. later. Um, let's see. I, I think some of the best business probably be Lukaku because, you know, they had to replace Timo Werner who couldn't hit water if it fell out of a boat. I think um, Rafael Varane for Manchester United was a great signing. I think PSG probably did the best financial business because you got on free transfer Messi, Donnarumma, Ramos, Wijnaldum. Uh, I mean, for free. You know, I mean, obviously they're going to get very, very big wages, but for, for a transfer fee of zero for those four players, I mean, it's like playing, you know, fantasy or something. I don't even know, man. I've never seen anything like that. Um, there's no excuse for them to lose this year. Nah, nah, there's absolutely no excuse for them to <laughs> no, lose thanks, this year. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think it's yeah. hard to argue that anybody had a yeah. better transfer window. I would caveat that, though, with saying that, you know, age will be a factor in the season as things play on into March and April, and so squad rotation is going to be more important for them than anything. What do you think, Window? Yeah. Man, <clears throat> I'm about to say City getting Jack Grealish. I feel like that was kind of clutch. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Best, best, best is debatable, but I think as a Premier League, it would be between Jack Grealish and Lukaku. For, for what, Miles jersey thinking... sales? <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. The guy hasn't scored, what, more than, like, what, 10 goals in a season yet, and we're calling him the best buy? They have how many wingers on their bench, and you're going with Jack hey. Grealish? If they hey. get Harry Kane, I'm with you 100%, and I think that they're in there. But, I mean, with Jack Grealish right now, I know they're going to sell a lot of jerseys in England. He's going to draw a lot of fouls and free kicks. But the best? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, is he is he better than the four that we just mentioned at PSG? I mean... I mean, I, 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 I think Grealish is kind of like a here-today-gone-tomorrow player, so I don't really want to say he's the best. And he's on Man City, so it's – Yeah, it's really. What is here-today-gone-tomorrow? What do we mean by like, that? Like, like, let's say like Harry – like, not Harry. Andy Carroll to me. Andy Carroll had a, had a stretch where he was really good, and then he just kind of fell off. But we hyped him up to be this great soccer player. That he I really is. I, I, I hear you on that. He, he did have a couple like really good years. I think. I mean, obviously, he's one dimensional. Uh, he, he had a couple of good. But seasons. I think I think we're yeah. riding the high of him. These like this, and it's, it's not. It's, it's just it's just not going to be that. If he wasn't English, cut that transfer fee in half. I'm just saying. You know, I, that, that that's it, it's. Uh, you want to know? know yeah, I think no, one. I, I would say, and you're gonna. I'm gonna get a little bit of pushback from TJ on this. I think. A.S. Roma with Tommy Roma. Abraham. Tammy Abraham. No, hear me, out. Hear me, out. Hear me out. Tammy Abraham is on a is in a win okay. situation. It's a two year buyback for Chelsea. So Chelsea kind of wanted this deal too because they can buy him back if he becomes the star that I. For how much? How much? How much is the buyback? I cannot disclose that because I don't know it off the top of my bat. <laughs> off the top of my head, I got you. But I think he's he's already he's already playing well. He had two assists in his first game out there. He looked amazing. If you look at the highlights, he looked amazing out there. And he's going to get more confidence, and he's going to go back to the EPL and dominate. And I think him and Lukaku will be back in Chelsea. He'll be back in Chelsea with Lukaku, and that'll be the quote-unquote Drogba Anelka of this. All right, can we take it easy before we surround her? See, I was with you up until That's a point, it. and then you start launching him into, you know, you, know, you got Tammy Agram, uh, Diego Maradona, and I'm like, wait, wait hold on. Like, let's, let him, let's, have him have, you know, let's let him get a run of games. I think he's going to do very right. well. Mourinho's a great coach, I think, for him to build up his confidence with, and I think they're going to rely on him. And in Serie A, you build up your career there when things aren't yeah. going well. And they weren't even not going well. He just wasn't getting the time that he needed to develop. So, yeah. It's a good and situation. On, on top of that, he was playing under time. Frank Lampard. Yeah. He re, Frank Lampard really didn't know what he was doing with any of his players at the time. So it kind of he kind of got he kind of got the he short end okay. on that. He, he did okay. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and then I think uh, if I, he I, he comes back, if right, they don't buy right. somebody and there's else, definitely better strikers out there than Tammy Abraham, but he's very good. There are better strikers out there. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, we'll see. But I think right that price, was probably yeah. one of the best <laughs> transfers outside of, of course, right PSG. I mean, anybody that gets Messi is automatically a better team. And 
it's weird. Like to go back to PSG, I just think it's very it's it's to me it's the reason why I think soccer needs some sort of salary cap or some sort of way to stop these type of teams from being super teams. Like like how we talk about basketball as super teams. Basketball doesn't have any type of team like this na- of this nature. This is this is crazy. That Warriors team was stacked, but that wasn't LeBron and Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. That's what this team is. Paulo's yeah. not there yet, so I think we're good, yeah. right? <laughs> and not there and yet, but and, and, and keep in mind the age too, right? Because Messi is what thirty, what, I can't 30 thirty-four I can't now. Imagine. Okay, Ramos is Ramos uh, and, and Moses were in high school together, so I think that you gotta you gotta take that into consideration. You're not getting prime Messi and prime Ramos, okay? Very true, very true. But they're still Messi and Ramos. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. You know, well, we'll oh, see what we'll see what. Yeah, yeah. Well, Messi's still, in my opinion, the, the best declining. The Messi and Ramos are better than most here, despite yeah. Barcelona. So it's still it's still a great transfer. I do think though that you know if Mbappe goes to Real Madrid, I think you've got to have Real Madrid in the conversation because they're just missing that that piece of that 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 guy. You know what I mean? Like he, he's the win. one. If he goes to Real Madrid, I am very much worried for Atletico Madrid's title chances. I'll put it Speaking that way. Speaking of which. Mess, they just had a, they just rejected an offer from Madrid for one sixty, right? One sixty. They just right. I just yeah. saw that before. Yeah, I but that's an them. opening offer. They're allegedly gonna to do more. And and I think what they're saying right now is that if uh, Mbappe does go, which we don't know right now, we know he wants to go, and he's rejected three deals already to renew with PSG. Then that makes room for Ronaldo if Man City then opts to buy Kane. So it's a lot of stuff that could still happen. But right now, my personal thing, I would love to see Messi and Ronaldo team up at PSG. I would love to see it, and I think it's we all we all deserve it. Quite frankly, we all deserve it. So if I mean, I, I if they, I would if love they it. you know, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to see that? Now, who, who to be would, honest, who, I was who wouldn't want to see? Yeah, to be honest, I was kind of hoping that see, it would be uh, where they MJ and Kobe would be on the same team, like, like, Manchester United on. and Manchester City. That would have been the better well, product. Yeah, Ronaldo, Ronaldo would have gotten the short end of the stick on that one, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, but would've it would have been, been nice to see, but I do dope. think that I do think that there is some sort of plan for them to go to the MLS and play against each other. Of course, they're going to rake in dollars. They don't care if they lift the MLS trophy. They're going to give Messi a bunch of real estate property in New York, and then Ronaldo will take Miami. That's, oh, that's yeah. all it's going to be. No, I think it's going right. to be Messi, Miami, right. Ronaldo, LA. <laughs> <laughs> and we have no basis for this, but Oh, L.A., but, you know, I mean, yeah, L.A.F.C. would be the place I'd want to go. You know, the Gallery. Yeah, LA. LA. yeah, for sure L.A.F.C., but, like, I think if you put both of them on yeah. opposite sides of the coast, they'd like, be the, place. the biggest rivalry game ever yeah, LA's, in LA's history. Good. Yeah, exactly. So, I It'd think. be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that big rivalry, that but East yeah, Coast, West Coast rivalry. Shooting, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Biggie Tupac rivalry. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Let on. It Go Madrid. Wait, wait, Let It Go Madrid. Rodrigo DePaul, underrated signing, had a fantastic Copa America, one of the best players in the tournament. He's going to be the natural long-term replacement for Koke, in my opinion, so just uh, had to throw that in there as well. Uh, for, for Newcastle, yeah, Arsenal, bums. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. I know we're going to move on to that. Don't even get me started. Yeah, let's move on before we uh, end up ending the podcast just before we started. Uh, let's talk about Arsenal for a minute and uh, their struggles. Um, the first game, uh, I, I gave them a little bit of a pass because Wampasaka wasn't out there. Nicolas Pepe played awful. But the second game where they played against my Chelsea. Wait, Wampasaka? Oh, Bakayo Saka. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, Bakayo Saka. I got you. Got you. Bakayo Saka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. With you. I'm I said the I said the wrong name. I'm sorry. But um, Bakayo, the Chelsea yeah, game out there. Correct. Bakayo Saka. Yeah. Bakayo Saka. <laughs> the Chelsea game was just. I mean, as a Chelsea fan, I enjoy watching them beat Arsenal. But that game was. It just. It just didn't look. They didn't look good at all. It was. It was. It. it, it Chelsea had their way the whole game, and it was like you're supposed to be a. A top four team. I've I've always known Arsenal growing up as a top four team. They may not be the champions, but they are top four. This doesn't look like a top four team. But this is a middle table team. Uh oh. Oh, you're muted, TJ. You might have accidentally muted yourself. Yeah, I accidentally you. did. You're right. Yeah. Let me <laughs> tell you something right now. They're not. A, they're a mid table team 
at best. That is not a team that can afford to send away a Joe Willick. Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? That's crazy. $42 million, a guy who scored, what, seven or eight goals in a row for in consecutive games in the Premier League? You're selling him right Bats. now when your team hasn't Bats. scored one goal yet the entire Bats. season? This team is in shambles. They spent $135 million essentially on nothing. Bats. Ben White got bullied against Lukaku, you know, in Chelsea. And, 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 and this is really what I'm getting at here. Ben White. Center back, right? Fifty million uh-huh. English. Congratulations. What team in the top four does he get into right now? Which one? And you're trying to get to the top four? Then why are you buying him? Why are you buying him? Martin Odegaard, forty million. Last year, twenty games, two goals, two assists. That warrants forty million? Are you kidding me right now? They might as well just set, put that, that cash out in a briefcase and light it on fire. That's literally what they did. Uh Lukonga looks promising. I actually think He's going to be somebody who they could rely on, except they made Shaka one of their leaders now. So when Party comes back healthy, Lukonga's probably going to be picking up splinters on the bench, shaking his head like the rest of us. They are an absolute joke. Tavares, I don't know if he's going to be good or not. He better be playing because Tierney has the health of a dialysis patient right now. They have no out this season in terms of having success. They have a manager who has no clear plan as to what to do. I understand they're not full strength, but even when they are, what do we expect? What did we see last year? They rely on children. They send out children to go and save their club, and it's embarrassing. I'm angry about it. I like the, to. Owners, the owners should sell the club and maybe start a new. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, a dumpster fire. I would like to it's introduce just getting the started. fans to Stephen A. Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I'm over it. I'm over it. Every year. This is our year. We're going to go back to top four, which is apparently a trophy to that club, and now they can't even qualify for the Europa League? They they lost, and they should have been eliminated in the first leg against Villarreal last year. That's where they're at. They're not better than Villarreal, who finished seventh in La Liga, okay? Don't tell me about a massive club. They couldn't convince me to go to play for that team on a transfer. you got to be kidding me, man. I'm over it. I am over it. Yeah, Arsenal, if you're listening, I'll play. I'll play. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to disgrace my family by putting on that jersey. Are you kidding me? But I I, I, I will they, say, my big favorite player for play, on Arsenal's team right now is Pepe, and he doesn't look convincing at all. He's been playing. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what it is. It's just... I, 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 They had, they had they had no energy. They had no. They like it looked like they didn't want to be out there at all. Like you they were just going through the motions. Like I don't know. No, I know. Not, you, I don't want to. Like you said, talk over the audio. That's why <laughs> I, I gotta so control bad. my voice. And I'm so but you're right. And, you know, but they have a saying that a horse jumps as high as it has to, and the horse basically fell asleep. They didn't really have to do anything else. They were never going to be threatened by that team, if we want to call them that. So I mean, it, it, it just wasn't. You know, and I, I give them a hard time just because they have all the resources in the world, and they just made decision after decision that's been poor and it's hurt the club. And I, I hear. You know, people are getting excited about Martin Odegaard coming to the club for $40 million. What they need is leaders. You know, when, when you were, if you came into the Arsenal team back in the day, you're playing next to Patrick Vieira, Dennis Burkamp, Thierry Henry. You're playing with battle-hardened players. You're not going to develop by sending these kids out just to get beaten up week after week after week and getting slagged off by Arsenal fan TV. That doesn't help anybody. I agree. Do you think um, if they continue on the path they are that Mikel Arteta gets kicked out? He's done? Or do you think they keep him? Muted again. You're muted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I I like him as a guy. I mean, I like I like watching him play soccer back in the day, but I don't want to see him fire. But he's at the, the same time, this all goes back to how done. they did Arsene Wenger back in the day. They should have kept Arsene Wenger at that club for as long as possible, and they would have eventually gotten one. Yeah. No, no. They should have signed Pep Guardiola when he became available. That's when Arsene Wenger should have been canned, and we'd be talking about a completely different scenario right now. In my humble opinion. I, I, I don't. You I don't. Know? I don't know. I always. I always. I remember back when the the when it started with Arsene Wenger, where they say they're tired of just finishing top four. The argument for the argument for the argument for Arsene Wenger was we finished top four, but most of these clubs in this in this league are in debt. We're not in debt. We're finishing top four. We're selling our players. We're getting better players. When we get, we're getting good players when we sell these players. He had a system, and it was working. Eventually, they would have gotten one. They would have gotten one somewhere. No, no, they wouldn't have. No, they wouldn't have. Let me tell you why. Because they were replacing them with younger and younger players. At one point, it became an infant academy. 
You have to replace studs with more studs. You're not going to develop players unless you have guys who are ready to grab the game by the scruff of the neck and bring along all the passengers, which is all they have now. That's all they have is passengers. And when you can see the head drop as soon as the first goal goes in at Brentford, like, here we go again. And it's the first game of the season. Yeah, that was crazy. And it's Brentford, who did nine laps of honor um, after the game. I don't know if you saw the manager was kissing the babies. I think he's running for office at some point. You know, like it, it was absolutely over the top. And all they could do is just sit there because you just got beat by a team who hadn't been in the Premier League ever. It was, it was wild. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. But hopefully, <laughs> but hopefully in all of this, Baki Osaka becomes, right. becomes a, right. a stud. Right. Yeah, when he leaves. Agreed. Look, look, he's a very good player, but why would you stay? Why would you stay? You do, I mean, it's like Thomas Party going to that club. He retired from the Champions League, essentially. You know what I mean? Why would you Why would you go to that club as a top player with any ambitions right now for, for a project that's been rebuilding for how many years? They were rebuilding under Wenger. And it's only going down. I hope so. I'll, I'll, I I think he should. I'll, I'll I'll drive him. I'll drive him to his next club. Yes, myself. it is. Where do you where do you think he fits best? It doesn't even have to be EPL. Where do you think he fits? I think best? Uh, anywhere besides Arsenal. Any, 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 any team in, in in you know in in the, in the upper echelons of La Liga of uh, you know in, in Germany, anywhere besides this club because he's not going to get what. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I I think he's I think he's I, well no I I don't I don't disagree I with think, you at all I think his price point is too high I, I was point, gonna say, right? I think, like he's uh, one of the most expensive so young, teenagers in the world he's easily a hundred million if not more Dortmund? you know what I mean he's winning games for Arsenal by himself he could as a nineteen or twenty year old you know no? so Dortmund that that that's that's I think uh, that's yeah. sale but I think he's now looking at the top club too high that's true. Yeah, yeah. Interesting one. I think that's a Dortmund think does so? a good job of finding um and I would like in Dortmund almost like Atletico and that they do good business, right? Like whenever somebody comes in for a player at Atletico who's oh man, like you know, Atletico is signed, you know, they've repl- they've had to consistently replace Diego Forlan, Fernando Torres, Sergio Aguero and on and on and on. I think Dortmund does a good job of, you know, continuing the cycle, you know, getting guys for not too much of a price if not from their academy and then selling them for big money. <laughs> no, I hear you. no, 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 no. I, I think that's a good point. Right. I think that's a fantastic point. Arsenal, on the other hand, right. sell people to go win championships. You know, I mean, it, 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 it's, 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 a, it's a mess, man. I, I just wish that they would somehow, right. the ownership, right. like, right. whoever makes the transfer decisions in particular that. needs to be held accountable <laughs> because you could put Jesus Christ in charge of that team right now and he wouldn't get them in the Arsenal, on the other hand. Very true. I mean, exactly. And it's just sad. And like I said, it's just sad to see one of those clubs you grew yeah. up watching being a dominant club just fall like this. It's almost like yeah. Newcastle. Back in the day, they used to be really dominant, and they just fell into a like. To well, they were up there for sure. They were up there, and if and, yeah, and if that happened, when Leeds went down. When Leeds went down, yeah. uh, way back, you know, and when, they're and, never too big to go down. And if that happens to Arsenal, to me, it's going to be crazy. It's like, wow, like this is a team where Thierry Henry was playing, dominating, one of my favorite strikers of all time, and now this club is fighting in the middle of the table, and maybe one day going to be relegated. Like, you, it's hard. It's hard to think like that, but. Yeah, I mean it's make or break time for that team, and and to be fair, they still do. I think we have a little more time, like the end of the week. I think before the transfer window, and I've heard rumblings that they're going to do something. Like, I don't know fighting, who, where, or what, hard, but I've heard a war from table. France. Not I believe just, is who they're looking you know, at. No, we but, can we can uh, handle this. At the end of the day, hard. man. I mean, the recruitment has come back yeah, to bite them, and unless they make significant changes at the top from both the the transfer policy to, in my opinion, the manager. I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon, especially with the yeah. cash that the top teams are spending. And even West Ham and Leicester, they're, they're not even within touching distance of those guys, in my opinion, at the moment. Okay, well, let's talk, about their, let's talk about their schedule for a minute, then. They're playing West Brom tomorrow. Do you think they're going to—I think they'll win that game, no problem. Do you think that'll be the bounce back for them to play Arsenal on—they should. I think, I, think, I think after Chelsea, I think after—I think after Chelsea, they have to win this game. But I think they're also playing Ars- They're also playing Man City on the weekend, and it's just like you're going right back to getting beat up on. Win that like, game, no problem. Gonna- <laughs> I completely agree with you. I-, I think that, but think about it now. If you're in that Arsenal team right now, you are quaking in your boots every time you step on the field because you're ready to get lambasted again, man. I mean, that West Brom team, we just lost to Brentford. So now I'm thinking, 
Or we could lose to anybody. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, hey, and, and, there's, and it's not yeah. like you guys, I mean, I don't know if Aubameyang and Lacazette are available yet because of COVID, so that's, those are two huge misses, and they're going to be better at full strength. But they're not, they're not confident. Did he, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But wouldn't you, but here's the thing, though. Why, why I, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's not, I don't know if this game takes precedent over the City game, right? Because I'm looking at league points at this point. Playing, and like, you know, played, you're already going to be behind so the hopefully, eight ball hopefully 0-3 you lose to City. So for them, I'm almost of the mind that you, you, you don't yeah. send out the top team and you kind of park the bus a little bit against City and play on the counter with full-strength squad. That's just kind of where I'm at right now with that. So do you? Th- what do you think they do against West Brompton? Do you think they take the L? Well, they're not deep. I mean, so, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell them at this point, you know? If they should be so lucky. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, look, we all know that they have quality in the side. I don't think it's necessarily that they suck. It's just, I mean, uh, it's just, I, I wouldn't be confident in that team right now. So what are, what, we don't know what we're going to get. We don't really don't know what we're going to get, man. Gosh. Oh, yeah, let's get it. <laughs> Woo, let's go. Let's go. I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, they have a, I mean, yeah, and that's the problem is you look at Arsenal on the schedule, whether it's the League Cup right. or whatever, and you're thinking, right. well, we, and we, on we, the flip side, if I'm West Brom now, I'm like, yo, we're going to this game. We're about to win. They're trash. They're yeah. trash. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna go that far. You know, I think, I think, and and, and I know that a lot of my friends are Arsenal fans. They they might see this and be like, oh, he has an right. agenda. I don't right. have an agenda. Right. I just want. You're Arsenal looking at also like you look like at do. I want the traditional okay. Arsenal, and I don't think they're taking <laughs> yeah. any steps but, so, in this window for you guys, to make it better. Do you I don't think, think so. This is kind of Minus, just like yeah. you know, teams have ups and downs. You know, it happens in the NFL all the time. You know, like team team will win a Super Bowl and then they won't be good for another ten years and then they'll win another Super Bowl. Do you think it's just ups and downs or? Let me let me let me let me get this one for a second. It can't be like that when you don't have a salary cap. If you're a team with money, you should win regardless. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for them to be this bad. They are one of the biggest clubs in the world. They were going to be in the Super League, right? This team was going to be in the Super League. Come on, come on. <laughs> oh my God, Owen, Owen seven in the Super League. <laughs> <laughs> this is this makes Owen fifty two. The fact that we're even talking about them 0-2 and struggling and possibly being mid-table is yeah. ridiculous. It's just, it's unacceptable. So no, they don't oh, yeah, they don't that's get true, that they don't get that, slope. Like that you don't get to slope like that. You get to yeah. you get to not you get to not win the league because there's no salary. There's no cap. draft. There's no, true, there's no true. Okay, that makes factors sense. like drafts and other things. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 and then you got Leicester City. Like look at the other clubs that are ascending. They they're not poor. You know what I mean? Like you know and and, and, and so like you look at Leicester. They have a lot of money. Why wouldn't they stay near the top of the table for the foreseeable future? They seem to be making good business decisions as well. Unlike is, Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal's just fire the fire <laughs> the entire board. Whoever's running the show needs to go. It, yeah. And yeah, bring I mean, and it, bring back Arsene Wenger. You sticking by that? You sticking by that? He started this mess. <laughs> no. Free. No. I'm, no. Bring him back. Bring him back. He's coming home. <laughs> Look, he, he's better than what they have now, but look, at the same time, I mean, like, he was he was keeping them in the top four, I understand, but that at the time was being criticized, right? They would take that in a heartbeat, but just because they weren't achieving their standards then and that's better than what they were doing now doesn't mean that's okay, you know what I mean? And it's been this gradual acceptance of, well, we're here, now we're here, now we're here, now we're here, and where does it end, man? And you don't, you don't I mean, Newcastle has money, they're proof in the pudding that money is not everything in this game. Yeah, very true, very true, but I mean... I don't know. I just wish them the best, and I really hope that. Uh, uh, I feel right, like I feel like they're more our tier now, so I feel like that gives us a leg up to we maybe might be able to climb the table a little bit. You know, <laughs> the so, table you, so you, you got you got Newcastle beating Arsenal. <laughs> you got Newcastle beating Arsenal. Yeah, I do. I do. No, I do. I do. No. I, I do. You, 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 you <laughs> hesitate, but I do. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, mean, we, I mean, we don't know. I mean, you guys are off to a rocky I mean, start at Newcastle. Oh, and two. I mean, you know, like it was so. I mean, you're right. They're actually below us. Get me wrong. You know, but like they're actually below us. They're nineteenth or eighteenth. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. If we want to get okay, we want to get technical. You're both zero and two. Okay. So color me not impressed either way. I'm just saying that I think we got to let the, the the season shake out a little more. I do want to see what they look like. Their last saving grace is that they have the excuse of no injury or sorry injuries and that Odegaard and you know is not in the team or whatever. Yada yada yada. But and Gabrielle's hurt, I believe too. So what's their full strength? And I don't get the finished product. 
I'm going to go off even more than I did today. Can't wait for it. Period. I can't wait. All right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to shift a little bit to stateside to the MLS. Um, let's talk about the All-Star game for a minute. Before, before we even get into the rosters, let's just talk about how they don't ever play East versus West. I, for one, I used to enjoy watching the MLS a couple years ago, but as time has gone on, it's kind of faded out. And then I've come back into it a little bit and started enjoying it a little more. But my biggest criticism with them is they try to do too many things the European way of soccer that won't attract the casual fan, and they also do things that I don't know how to put it. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like they they do things MLS, that are American that, but they want to do it European way. It's it's weird how they do it. And and the fact that they don't play East versus West in their All Star game, which I think I, I love that they do an All Star game. That's an American value that we have. When we play, when we watch sports, we want to see an All Star game. We want to see an All Star week and All Star festivities. But I don't like that they play Bayern Munich on their summer tour in the middle in the middle of their season. It's just like to me, it's like it. It would be better if you pro, if you promote your stars instead of promoting a European soccer team in America because they love to come to America because they make a lot of money when they come here. Like I'll put it this way, I. I, I just I just don't see, I just don't see what I don't see the benefit in in like all right so let's talk about let's start let's bring it to this my friend Josh and he'll be on the podcast at some point too he doesn't watch baseball but he can name four baseball players you can if you don't watch the MLS you can't name four MLS soccer players unless they're the retired David Beckham's or the Zlatan Ibrahimovic's but you don't they don't they don't market their players and East versus West would do that perfectly what do y'all think? I don't know if it would help with with marketing. I think I don't know. It's it's. I think it would bring a different feel to the game, which I guess in turn could bring different, uh, you know, fans, which I guess could help with marketing. But I I, I don't know. I, it's East versus West is definitely needed. Like you said, I don't like how they play TJ saying no. other European <laughs> teams, but because I, I, you take away more all stars. I mean, obviously, if you do East versus West, you can have two teams. So, only having one team, it kind of limits, you know, the amount of American players you can put at the forefront or, you know, on national TV. Not even American, just MLS players. Like, yeah. And I, I, I just, I don't agree with it. And I, I'm looking at the all-star roster, and it's like, I can name a lot of the players, or some of the players, but it's like, some of these guys, you just don't know. You don't know who they are, because you, you they're not promoting them well enough. And I think you can make this a valuable product in America if you just promote your guys. Get a storyline. The NBA has storylines. The NFL has storylines. Everybody has storylines except the MLS. You just hear about the players that come over when they're getting ready to retire. And they did, the they did a skills were... challenge last night. Did you know about that? I do like that. I do like that. I didn't know about it. I mean, I, I didn't know about it. I don't they, find they, out until Twitter on the next day. something but that they've I done like for yeah. a while. They've done, scale, they've, done, they've done free kicks. Yeah. They've done, you know, I remember, I remember way back in the day they did like a speed challenge. I don't know. I didn't watch it, and I'm never going to watch a skills challenge, quite frankly. <laughs> I'm not interested in who can juggle more with their left foot. But I'm going to tell you this. I completely disagree with what you guys are saying, and here's why. I think the league is best served by exposure. So this is the once-a-year opportunity to attract people outside of the MLS. If you watch FC, FC Cincinnati, you watch FC Cincinnati. If you watch the Columbus crew, you watch the Columbus crew. The people you're trying to attract now are folks who are outside of the, the regular MLS fan base, which in certain markets is fantastic, like Atlanta, Seattle, LAFC. But when you bring the left back from Cincinnati to the All-Star game versus Marcelo from Real Madrid, half as many people are going to watch. And that's the reality, and that's why they keep bringing these teams even this year, you have the competitive rivalry between the Liga MX All-Stars and the MLS All-Stars. You're bringing the entire Mexican fan base to watch this in here. So you're cutting yourself off at the knees when you're just having the East versus West with that lack of star power. And don't get me wrong, the MLS has stars relative to where we are. But internationally, dude, there's still a lot of like uh, exposure to get. And you have those soccer purists and elitists who a lot of times have heritage in Italy or France, or even South America, who don't respect the MLS as much until they watch that game and they start to see some of these players on display with a measuring stick that makes them go, oh, wow, these guys can actually get it done. So I think for the foreseeable future, 
Oh, well, I mean, dude, let me tell you right now. You do an East-West game, you're not going to get the viewership even close to what it would be if you play Real Madrid any day of the week. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. Never going to happen, dude. But, but, and then, think of, dude, if you, if you go to, like, these summer tours right now, they're more popular than the MLS games. People are filling up the stadiums. And, I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's not even close. I did not, I did so not like why? the summer tours where they used to do it where they had D.C. United playing oh, yeah. Chelsea on their practice. On their practice. Love well, it. It's a, it's a measuring it cuts, stick. And people want summer to Summer tours in the middle of that. your season, yeah. though. That's not yeah. – why would you do that to your season? The summer is all the MLS has to get exposure with American fans because every other sport is not going on at the moment except baseball. How, and baseball is kind of like if you don't watch baseball, you don't watch baseball. Well, how, how does this, how does this hurt the season, though? Explain to me how this hurts because the season, having a team come overseas. Because this is actually the closest you ever get to being on their level because all the guys from Chelsea or Atletico, whoever, but probably not Atletico because they're nuts, but everybody else, they're not fit. So the result is going to be close, and you have a chance of getting a W. That is great promotion for the league. You want to see your guys going up against the world's best because that's what they're offering. We don't have that here. So I would not do that. I mean, I, I, I understand your argument about having the own identity in the league and promoting its own stars. But right now, we're still in the early stages of what hopefully going to be, you know, a league that lasts for centuries or the end of time, whatever the sun envelops the earth. In order to do that and grow your fan base, you need exposure. And there's nobody who brings star power like the guys from Europe. Not even close. But cut it. But it cuts into your season when you play these. And let's say, okay, let's say. So don't play it then, or what are we saying? Because so does East versus West. West. It's, like, it's like two or three games, though. It's so not East even versus like West. crazy well, I mean, like, games. look, I, I hear you on that. But this is, I mean, I don't think they can afford to not do it because it's such a great opportunity. It's like every four years when the right. U.S. goes to the World Cup and everybody's getting to see. I mean, it, it brings the United States together and everybody's starting to watch, even people who aren't really into it. So this is an opportunity once in a, like a once a year kind of thing. I get your uh, your point about like how it you know you want to have that east west feel and everything, and I think we'll get there. But right, but let's do that when we actually have you know the star power that's even comparable to what's going on uh, overseas. You know, until then, I'm like, dude, keep doing it, keep putting our our showcase our talent against the best and make people respect the league a little bit more. You know what I mean? Especially when you get summer tour, w. summer tour. I like, I like that. I like how we play different you know European teams, but. Before, before the yeah, before the All Star things, before the All Star different things. Nah, I don't like that. Yeah, right. Okay. I well, so I understand the overload argument if we're talking about okay, so we should be having you know a bunch of friendlies mid season. Okay, I I I can completely get that, and 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 that makes sense from a wear and tear perspective. But you're never going to convince me right now that there's one game that's going to be better in an East versus West matchup versus any of the elite clubs in Europe. And I even think right now we're, we're not even, like, we got the Liga MX. We, we don't even win the CONCACAF Champions League right now. I think we've come close. I don't think we've had an American team win it yet. But but there is a rivalry there. And I and you got yeah. all of Mexico, you know, watching this game now. I mean, yeah. that's, that, that's, like, that's, like, that's different. That, like, those I, are I, neighbors. You can't, pass, yeah. you can't pass it up. Right. And we're talking about MLS All-Star game. I'm in a one-off game. I think that's a right. different argument you're making than one that's, uh, hey, we shouldn't be, like, you know, loading up our season with a bunch of friendlies that are going to maybe hurt you and get somebody injured. I get that. I get that 100%. You know, I make that makes sense I just feel like it starts with it starts with your PR department in the MLS. You have to do the work in, toward, in towards getting the names out there, building stories about your players. There's no stories about any of our homegrown talent, and that's why it's not popular. It's not even about the skill level out there because – it could be way better though. It could and be. people in a stadium. He's not even. MLS player. never played in the. Right. He's not he never MLS played in the MLS. Player. He's just American. We. There's no reason soccer shouldn't be bigger than hockey in this country. It should. There's no reason it shouldn't be. I believe that we just don't put it on that level where we have players. Well, it's early. It's early yeah. though. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, hockey's been around. How long has the NHL been around? Uh, how long has MLS how been early, around? How, I mean, how early is like, it? Though? How early is We've been around for like, what, 30, 20, 20 to 30 years? 30 years about. Woo! They've been around for, they've been around for 100 years. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I mean, like, you know, they got people but, skating before they yeah. get cars. I mean, they, I mean, like, come on, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta give it. If, you, if you've seen, like, what they've done, they were going from, you know, five to... 10,000 people a game, which was supposed to be impressive, to now they're filling up Atlanta United with 70,000 people, which, by the way, they were averaging in the top 10 in the world. I mean, we've come a long way, dude, and and it's only going to get better. I mean, I, I think you got to be patient. You can't expect the NHL to be overtaken and, and, overnight or even over 20 or 30 I, years. I don't think that's I'm realistic. glad you mentioned Atlanta United because think about why, think about Atlanta United for a second. Their team is one of the biggest teams in the, in the MLS, barely new, and you know why? Because they do Amer- they do things the American way. If you go to one of their games, it's 
it's not chance. It's music playing. There's music playing. They're I think they have, they have a fair amount of chance, but I think they I think you have a point yeah. there. Then they have they, like they those, very like, localized. They're very localized. They have the traditions. They have the hammer yeah. that they hit the bell. Yeah, yeah. But they, but look, you don't have to just completely Americanize the game. I mean, but you can add certain elements of a culture. Like you go to Seattle. I, I was at a Clint Dempsey's last game in Seattle in a knockout game in the playoffs. It was absolutely unbelievable. It did not feel like it was over-Americanized. You still had the flags waving in the stands, the chants, and everything else, but it was definitely localized to that town, which is what every club in the world does. You know, So make it about your town, but you don't have to completely change everything. That's how you get MLS shootouts, You know, where oh. people are running from half-line and trying to chip the keeper. <laughs> that was fire, though. That you was know, fire. It looks, like, it looks like somebody running into home plate and trying to hit the catcher half the time. It's ridiculous. That was fire. FIFA was, FIFA was like... <laughs> What are they doing? Who signed off on this? You know, that, that was... The, on, that was the most... In, I saw, like, an old shootout one time, and I was like, yo, this is so fire. And then we they had us do that in our right. goal league in the field house. I was like, oh, yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah the, the field house, you know, you know. Let's save ourselves from international embarrassment. Right. That's all I've got to say. But, yeah, it... I mean, I have to look away at some of those old videos. I'm like... But, yeah, I just think, I just think it really ha- it comes down to bringing in your culture into soccer and that makes it cool because America's cool. The world knows America is the cool place to be. That's why all these soccer players, when it's the summertime, they come down here and they work out and they have fun because it's cool to be here. And you market your coolness, the world will love it, even if the talent isn't there. For sure, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that extends to the All Star game yet. I'm just trying to say. I mean, does. you have that, have that game at an exotic location. That's what you yeah. should do. You bring in the biggest, baddest team you can do, and you mix up the four. I like that they brought in an all-star team from a different league this year. I think that's a very cool Yeah, that's, that that's is better. Cool. That know, is I mean, better than playing Bayern you know? Munich, and the players at Bayern Munich don't really care about the game. They're just kind of like, oh, whatever. Well, no, I, I think they do because they, they, they try to win. I mean, these, they just can't run as much because they've been off all summer. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I mean like, bottom line, yeah. fitness is an, an essential part of this game, and they're at the lowest <laughs> they are the entire calendar year, whereas uh, our guys are mid-season. If there's ever a time yeah. to pounce on them, it's that time. That's what I'm trying to say, man. You know? It's like poisoning a boxer's water. You know what I mean? Like, knock him out. You know? That's, I mean, come on. I, I, like I said, I, 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 you're right. The, the Mexican team's coming in. The, the Mexican All-Stars coming in does make it a little bit better. But I just, I just hope that soon. I mean, like, I'm talking in, like, five years we can pivot to East versus West because the product is there. Five years. Well, that doesn't. Even, it doesn't feel like the, the MLS All Star Game now. It's like it feels like I don't know MLS Stars versus Mexico. So it's kind of yeah, like USA Mexico but, but all over again. Oh, how many guys town. on that team are honestly American? Show me that roster. Show me how many Americans make the All Star team. I'm actually legitimately curious. I have no. I, I feel like it's more now, probably. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, and I need to look up if there's like a. I mean, they're probably. I don't. I don't know what the international designations are for how many spots people get and all that yeah. good stuff. But actually, I'm looking up the MLS All Star roster right now because I don't have it on on me. But I mean, you know, you, you, but you got to think. I mean, like you know, w- w- when we're looking at the best players in the league, they're typically not American. They're typically not. You know what I mean? And and that's okay. I mean, you know what I mean? It, it, it's it's fine. But but. So when you say USA versus Mexico, I think you also have those fan bases from some of those countries like in Central and South America who love to see their favorite guys as well go up against. But those guys are much more exposed than the uh, average American fan to international and big-name soccer. So I think that's why it's also more of a draw because somebody who's coming from, let's say, El Salvador will come to see Real Madrid when he hears about it. He will drive 500 miles. I'm not driving uh, 500 miles to go watch a game of the East versus West. Not yet, not doing but it. eventually you will if you market the players yeah. properly. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> if, I wanna, if I want to put about a prison uh, yeah. bus, I'm getting taken to, to Rikers Island and it's on the way. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not joking. It, it, it would still be a great game and of great quality. But it's not going to be the draw that it would be when you bring in those big teams yet. That's all I'm trying to say. And I think you can't afford that lack of international yeah. exposure yeah. on a year-to-year basis. But yeah, I don't think you can do it. Okay, so here's my last comparison to the marketing where I think where I'm trying to where, where, what I'm trying to get at basically is like look at the UFC. The UFC markets their markets their guys so well. I mean, granted, it's fighting, so it's a little bit easier to do. Yeah, and America's the best at <laughs> it, I think. Right? They're all. <laughs> No, America's some of the best fighters are the best at that. Yeah. No, that's not true. Brazil, that's not true. Actually. Not at all. Not at all. England. Khabib, Khabib ain't American. <laughs> McGregor ain't American. You know, that's that's fair. But uh, no, but 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 yeah, I hear you. But, well, but we they, got they the market themselves really. in America. We'll call it that. <laughs> 
because UFC is American, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm a little bit out of my depth here, and I'm never getting in an octagon, that's for sure. I'm too pretty. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I think that's a little different. But but they do do a good job of those storylines and hyping up those guys, you know, and those those rivalries, you know. I think it is a huge, it's a huge regional rivalry over there. Do you remember El Trafico when Zlatan was there and the, the the, 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 the back and forth between him and Vela. Oh, I watched every one of those El Trafico games, which is now a regional rival. I love that, El Trafico. Crazy. That is like a, an Americanized. <laughs> that is fantastic. El Trafico. Oh my God. Right. That was, those right. were amazing games. I love yeah, those so games. Yeah, so you keep that energy. Yeah. And, like, and obviously Portland and Seattle, they have a good rivalry as well. Oh, man, that's fantastic. I think that uh, they fight in the streets beforehand, I, don't they? No, I'm, I, 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 no, but, yep. no, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, 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 Real I'm life joking. hooligans. Throwing, <laughs> they? Throwing, throwing, Might have to check out a game. Cans and craft beers <laughs> at each other. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, no, you, you keep those rivalries. Like in Texas, you got, that, you got that new team that Matthew McConaughey is a part of, Austin ATX. Oh, that, that looks so like you get them, you get them, behind it. I tell you what. You get them yeah, to either, also, yeah. either with Houston or FC yeah. Dallas, and you figure a way out to yeah. make those rivalries pop. And you have, and then when those guys go to the MLS yeah. All Star Game, it's like, oh, you got your New York teams be playing with each other today. It is, okay. it is. But you have you don't have the fan base yeah. for that again. Like I mean, I, I agree with you, and like the I I agree in the potential you have with these major cities and these cultural battles that are played out on the field. I like the idea, and I think to some extent it exists in some markets. New York Red Bull and NYCFC is another great example. Their fans literally fight each other. They were fighting before NYFC had ever touched the field. I'm not even joking. That was one of the most bizarre things. I've that ever has seen. more to do with the city of New York. That's not the team. That's the city of New York. Bro, no, 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 no. They showed up. They showed up to a Red Bull bar with mouth guards. And, you know, I think somebody had brass knuckles. They're throwing trash cans at each other. You're your club hasn't played a game and you're ready to die for the badge? Crazy. Like, what? That is just crazy. But 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 I don't think you have the numbers yet that's gonna compare in any way to what we're trying what we're drawing in now with that kind of setup that you have. That's all I'm saying. I agree with you. There's a huge potential. I think we're years away from from rivaling what you're gonna get your bang for your buck that you're getting right now. I think it's just too easy. It's too uh lucrative. I think it's just too much right now. They can market it, they could do that biggie Tupac rivalry. That they could do it. I'm telling you, they okay. could do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't no. love to see oh, that? Let's give, let's give the players. Yeah, let's give the players lessons. That'll make it fun. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. So before we get out of here, let's let's talk. Since we're only like two weeks into the European campaign and halfway through the MLS season, let's talk predictions for the year. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Window? What do you think's going to happen? What's your bold prediction for the year? It could be any league: EPL, Ita- Italy, Germany. What do you think? What what's going to happen? Oof. Mmm. Bold prediction for the year. I'm not I'm really not sure. I honestly I don't know. If I had to guess well, it's not really bold. Could be bold. Chelsea wins uh um EPL. Well, not mean, super I bold. I, I can see that. I I think we I think we'll lose to Man City. What? Really? Yeah, I think we I think we will. My, my bold prediction is going to be, I think that there's going to be a player swap plus cash for Mbappe and Ronaldo. Mm. I, I, think that's, I think that's what we're getting, especially after getting that update today about the... Re- Wait, so you think, you think Mbappe is going to go to Juventus? Juventus? Yeah. I think, I think it might happen. Wow, that's, that's a bold prediction. <laughs> that's a very bold prediction. I, I think, I think, that might be bolder than mine. I, I, that's, that's the boldest one I've heard. I've heard some. I've heard some stuff. Wow. I think I, 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 hey, hey, you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah let's, let, I'll make sure we clip this for when I'm right, and I could put it on my Instagram and all that stuff. But um, I do think that's that makes the most sense, and I don't, I don't, I don't think Madrid happens for him. I think I think Holland goes to Madrid. So, how much cash do you think? You think this year Holland goes to maybe Madrid? this year? maybe in January? Oh, I don't. I don't think that's. I, I think the January window would be incredibly crazy because, like, because what is price tag right now? One hundred and seventy-five million, right? So why would why why, why would you let him go mid-season then with that value? To, if they're going to sell him, I think they sell him now or he goes next year. I think that's the only two options in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just harder to move people in January because you usually you're, you're going for those moves if you're desperate, so people can take you for a ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Because you know. Oh, and I and I know that I have it. Well, what do you want to pay for? But, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, but like I said, my prediction, my prediction yeah. is 
Mbappe goes to Juventus and he has a great career. He has a great he has a great he has a great season. He's probably gonna beat out my guy Tammy Abraham for goals. I hate to say it. But Tammy Abraham Probably. We, we don't know yet. You you saw that. You saw that game. You saw this baby. I mean they're they're they're, they're, at, the, they're, 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 at, they're at the same level. Um, but yeah, that's that's one hundred percent my bold. Abraham Mbappe, you know, same All thing. Right, so what's your prediction, DJ? <laughs> That was bold. I don't know. I can't top that. That was just wow. Um, uh, this is a tough one. Um, in terms of bold predictions, I, you know, if we're going to general predictions, I could give you a couple. I think if Mbappe goes to Real Madrid, I think that it's going to be too much for Atletico to overcome. Uh, I'm hoping he doesn't go, but I, I honestly only see him going to Real Madrid because that's what he's been stating for years. Uh, but my bold prediction, I'm actually, I, I, you know, I don't want to make a. a prediction but i will say this and that curtis is actually going to smile at this i am actually incredibly interested to see what happens with as roma this year uh under Mourinho and with tabby abraham say, I think say that name again promising. for me again. Um. i mean I, I i tell you what i mean like look, I, mean, oh, I didn't predict that he's he's like you know uh, winning the ballon d'or okay? i'm just class. saying that i actually am very fascinated with the project over there i think Mourinho is a i think like when you watch that tottenham documentary and you see the bond he has with his players and stuff I just think that you know he's so loved in Italy because they love that style of football and what he brings to the table. I think that that could be an interesting team to watch. Um, the other thing I'm interested in is that uh, in the EPL, you know, we talk about Man City and Chelsea, and I think that you know the 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 most observers would probably agree with that. I do think that if Liverpool get going on the right foot, I think that they could actually usurp both teams. Uh, because they have incredible depth. I think that their problem is more of a lack of having a replacement for Wijnaldum in the proper midfielder. They they, they, they rely on this high energy, high press, high running, you know, rock'em, sock'em. It's organized now, but they're still, to me, they don't have the um, they don't have the personnel that can consistently break down teams, and that starts with your midfield. They have guys who are like workhorses, Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum until they left. I, have, I mean, Thiago's the only real ball player that I think about in that team. You know, Kate that just doesn't do it for me. And, uh, you know, whether they can make yeah, that like midfield come together this year. <laughs> Guys, he, he, hey, look, he, he ain't it. He ain't it. Let's, let's just be honest there. He, <laughs> I mean, be, are we going to give him a decade to, to prove himself? Look, I, 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 I honestly think, though, that, that Liverpool could, in fact, title or uh, challenge for the title. But, you know, that would probably be the boldest thing I could see. I think it's just too early to make too many predictions right now because we don't really know what everybody has. I got, hold on, before you go into I, I want to circle back to your one. point about the La Liga. Okay. What do you? We didn't even really mention about how we think Barcelona is going to be this season. What do you think? What do y'all think about that? And then we can go to your point. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they signed Eric Garcia in the back. If you watched him for Spain, he's a great footballer. He can play with the ball. He's great in possession. He is undersized. He's undersized, and that's why he would not do well in, in, for, in a long career in the Premier League, and I think that's why Man City got rid of him. Can he do well for Barcelona eventually? I think maybe so, but I think they're going to have to – really rejuvenate that back line. PK is still playing, who's old enough to be his father. So I think that, like, you know, I mean, like, I, you know, I think they're, I think it's a two-horse race this year between uh, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. I think Atletico Madrid slightly favored if Mbappe does not go to Real. I'm pretty sure Fati. I'm pretty sure Fati's still Barcelona, hurt, but when he Barcelona comes back, that's, five, that's my guy. I'm, 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 hoping for him. I'm, praying, I'm hoping he's good. They I, still hope, have, I hope he has a great career. They still have... They still have enough to get into the top four. I mean, you have Anzu Fati. Griezmann is now going to play better because he's going to have that free role. You can't have two free guys in Messi and True. Griezmann play. It just doesn't work. Yeah. I think Depay is probably going to do pretty well. Yeah. I think Frankie yeah. de Jong is going to continue to grow. Busquets is still running around. Pedri, though. I mean, you know, they have good pieces in the in the middle to front part of the field, 100%. But you now you have to learn to play differently now that you don't have the best player in the world on your team, so everybody else has to elevate. And they're just a counterattack waiting to happen. You know what I mean? So that's that's where I don't think they're going to get in the top two. I think it's definitely going to be tough without Messi. It's going to be like when LeBron gets injured and then the team doesn't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. when LeBron left the cast. All right, Wendell, what's, what's your bold prediction? They trash. Um, 18th. Okay. Okay. That's what I have. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the Chelsea get relegated. You're serious, okay? I, I, Eighteen. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say they finish. I'm, I'm, say they finish. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Finish. I'm serious. Eighteen. Ten. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because it's like, oh, do I go that's under or over high. that one? That's Ten. a good one. That's a that's a good one. I I don't think that's, that's super, super high. We have like full super strength high. guy. We can't disrespect them too much. To be fair, their full strength squad is better than tenth place. I think. 
I don't, th- but they have injury problems. Tierney's out again, again. Uh, Gabrielle's out. I think Ben White's out. Is Ben White out? Like, is he hurt? Did he get hurt? Did he? Co- I thought I heard he got. I thought he hurt after the game. I don't know. But but bottom line, I mean, um, you know, at the end of the day, they're they're to me they're like an eighth or ninth place team. I think if they have a full strength squad, because remember one stat that nobody talks about is after hey hey after Christmas last year they were I think third in the Premier League table for points. That is an incredible run, but. You have to get everybody on the field and playing with confidence in order for that to happen. So, Dude. Yeah. so and they're not going 18. Playing that is that is terrible. Playing with confidence. on you. I think I think it's 10. I honestly think it's 10. Like, I don't think that's a bad number. I think partially because of their bad the start bad, too. I the think bad start really and the, and like you said, there's a lot of young players and they're going to get down easy. So after a while, they're just going to give up. They're going to they're going to give up and it's going to be. It's gonna be t- it's gonna it's gonna be I, tough I, to watch. It's gonna it's gonna give up. This is, it's gonna get, give up. They're not gonna give up. What's their what's their 16th place? They're gonna give up and just lose that one game to be in 18th place. <laughs> All right, <laughs> then they get relegated <laughs> like Newcastle did. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, hey, hey to, to be fair, that full strength team is good enough to get I would say seventh place for sure. I I I just think that getting them all on the field is gonna like be a challenge right now i just it's it's tough man martinelli he he, so, he lives in the training room yeah. you know we're all in agreement oh, no champions no. league no 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 you're oh, okay. <laughs> right, hey i'm just making sure i'm just making sure we're the all on only, the same page the, the only way they're getting into the champions league and i will say this right now is if there's a match fixing scandal that affects six teams and they all get dropped or and we're, we're, we're negotiating europa league as is and like, they have to, no <laughs> No major cuts. And they bribe somebody. No major cuts. And they bribe yeah. somebody. Did I say that already? <laughs> That's incredible. No major cuts oh, at all. Oh, man. Like, no major I don't cups even think they know what the Champions League yeah, is. They're going to be like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, guys, this has been a great up, great first episode. Uh, Wendell, tell them where they can find you on uh, Instagram, Twitter, real. at real, not B, at real Wendell Jr. They are. TJ. Just Instagram for now at Mr. Cyrus M I S T A C Y R U S. Find me at Common Courtesy Curtis with a K Y at the end. If you have any questions, just make sure you tag us on all the social media: Arc Soccer Collective, Arc Soccer C L T V. Uh, ask us a question. Ask TJ a question. Ask Wendell a question, and we'll answer them on the next podcast. Uh, this has been fun. We will see you guys next week, and have a good day.